0: Order in the court. It's time for Understanding the Law Radio. Well, hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I'm your host, Peter Lamont, along with my co-host, Brendan. How are you? How are, doing? You? Well, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing all right. Good. So you might have noticed that we have not had an episode out in uh, a couple of weeks. maybe yeah, Quite a while. Maybe two months. Mm-hmm. Uh Summer hiatus, let's call it. Sure. And so we're back. That's right. Welcome back, Brendan.
1: Thanks. Well, uh, welcome back to you, too.
0: Yeah, very excited. We've got um, a great fall planned mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, new episodes that we're excited to uh, share with you. Yeah. But I think we, we'd start with kind of what we missed over the last couple of months. Going to be like a summer recap, if oh, you will. Oh, boy. All right. Now, yeah. not a total recap. No. But, you know, the highlights, sure. highlights of the summer.
1: Yeah. Like, like, a, like the, at the end of the sports game.
0: Exactly. Right? It's exactly. Yeah. Which is just the highlights. Yeah. He, he he stole second. He got out at home. Sure. They lost the game.
1: Neither of us are baseball fans. So
0: I did play baseball when I was a kid. Really? But yeah. But then I, I somehow lost interest in baseball. I don't uh. know. I remember last year I went to a baseball game over the summer, like a local pro team. hmm. And it just seemed to last for like, I don't know, four <laughs> days. It was so long. That's funny. And I don't mean to knock baseball. Yeah, but... I
1: think they're they're fuming. They're turning off the podcast.
0: Yeah, I know. So I played for baseball. baseball
1: as a kid too, you know, but my team, um, they were sponsored by the town funeral. <laughs> and so our name was the name of the funeral home. And so, uh, yeah, that it didn't, it didn't go over too well. I don't think we won the, uh series or whatever
0: your hopes and dreams died yeah i the think field. so
1: I, I i don't know i was never good at sports so
0: i was good but um you know age mm. age catches up to you the grim Reapers at my heels sad so sad all right well let's let's <laughs> what a talk a grim about, way to start I know, right? the, the epic autumn Welcome we have
1: back. yeah the grim reaper is at my heels <laughs> all right so
0: let's talk a little bit about recapping the summer and, and, and there's a few things that have happened that are mm-hmm. of of Major significance in the legal world, right? One of them being Roe v. Wade and and a lot of really high intensity, Mm -hmm. controversial topics. But if I had to pick one to say this, this categorizes the summer of 2022 Mm -hmm. um, and it didn't deal with shark bites or things like that, what would it be? It would be freedom of speech. Yeah. First Amendment. It's just been all summer long. Mm hmm. And for those of you who know and don't know, I'm going to tell you anyway, if you know, you know, First Amendment, obviously, freedom of speech. Right. Right. And one of the tenets of, of our Constitution is, is we as American citizens have the freedom to express our opinions, our ideas, our thoughts, even if you don't like them, even if you don't agree with me you know it's not like for example let's say communist china where if you speak out against the ruler you don't know what's going to happen to you right right you can say whatever you want you can say i like this politician i don't like this politician i think this politician's a crook i think it doesn't matter because we have that freedom and that freedom you know is is something that has been fought for and mm. and people died for and so i think that we as Americans pride ourselves in our First Amendment freedom of speech, well, this summer though we saw a bunch of issues pop up or come to a head, if you will, and and challenge what are the limits of freedom of speech. And the first one was the swashbuckling adventure. I would not call this adventure swashbuckling. I'm going to right. Uh, he he was on his way to Tortuga and got hijacked. By a bunch of ghost pirates. <laughs> this is a very serious issue. Very that she's serious. Turning into very a pirate serious. adventure. Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. Yes, right. yeah,
1: Everybody's heard of this. This was a very, a very famous trial to the point where like I was seeing people talk about it as if it was a reality television yeah, show. Yeah. It was like it was know, crazy.
0: Days of our lives? No, let's watch yeah, Johnny Depp. That's that's the
1: thing. It was nuts. It yeah. was the first time I've seen something like this in a long time.
0: Well, you don't remember cuz you're too young. You don't remember OJ. OJ, the I OJ Simpson trial was like that too, but this this was a whole new thing because what was fascinating about this is that this was a civil trial. Like mm-hmm. OJ was a criminal trial. Right. Right. It always seems that we're very interested in watching criminals.
1: Yes. I right? mean, that's true. We, criminal the trials the number of crime shows, you know?
0: Exactly. Right. Yeah. Law and order, crime and punishment.
1: I was talking about like the real life ones, but yeah.
0: Cops, bad boys, bad boys, what you're going to do? You know. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right? So we, we're
0: interested in that dark side. Yeah. And sure. so criminal trials have this innate interest. And I think that it's easy for people to watch a, a, a trial about crime. hmm I've really rarely seen anybody watching a civil trial. Yes. And this was one of the first.
1: Yes. And I think there's a lot to it. There was a lot of history. Like those two names, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, I had heard of no pun intended for a long time because I I believe the story went that Amber Heard had initially accused Johnny Depp of being abusive and people, you know, there was backlash. There was outrage. Like, like normal yeah, and then she, it came out that he said like no that's not true she was abusive and it was like a bit of a he shed, he said she said situation
0: yeah so it started off with her giving an interview to an english magazine mm. and while she didn't say his name specifically right right she said you know something that was very very um specific to their relationship yes. right and so people understood it to mean that she was saying he was abusive right i mean she was saying things that put him in a very bad position. And as a result of that, he allegedly lost work. He lost jobs. People didn't want to deal with him because Mm -hmm. of these allegations that she had made. So I think he was pulled from the the next episode of, of pirates, the Caribbean. I think that he lost significant work. So ultimately he sues her in the UK and he loses, but that's because the legal system in the UK is completely different. Mm-hmm. They still wear wigs. It's totally different. Is that true? Yes. You're not joking? I'm not joking.
1: That's crazy. Right?
0: I did not know that. Yes, it's totally it's fascinating. different. <laughs> it's fascinating. So in the House of Commons or where it, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Lawyers are called barristers, judges wear wigs and it's just it's crazy different. The laws are different, right? And the freedom of speech that we talked about a moment ago in America is in America. It's not the same across the the country. So I I think just as a side note, I think that we do take our our, our rights for freedom of speech. I think sometimes we take it for granted. And I think that sometimes people abuse them. We're talking about that here. So long story short, come back to America, right? X marks the spot. Johnny Depp decides that he is going to sue her in America for defamation. So defamation is essentially saying something that is untrue about somebody else it's published to more than you know the two of you right it's not part of a court proceeding or anything that would be protected it's just basically her going out there in the media and saying she was abused Mm -hmm. so he sues her and then she feeling very hurt about the whole thing sues him back right and now you've got this he said she said battle that you were talking about yeah and at the end of the day
1: Well, I mean, even before we get there, the trial itself, we don't have time to go into it, but it was fascinating. People were claiming that she was pulling quotes from television shows. Yeah. Like like she like some of her accusations were straight out of like television show. That's crazy. I don't know if it's true or not, but the whole thing was was insane back and forth. Oh, it
0: was insane. And and it was um I mean, people drew those connections that you're talking about and then and then showed proof well yeah you know of like these statements being copied and and so you know basically people took johnny depp's side and they i mean i would say that the vast majority of people were on his side right for yeah, sure i so mean I,
1: yeah i'd agree with that
0: and some people didn't even know what the hell was going on because i saw things like free johnny like people would be standing out in the front of the yeah. courtroom with a with a, a poster board that says free johnny and i'm like where the hell's johnny He's in the courtroom. <laughs> this isn't a criminal trial. So some people just didn't understand it at all. Right. you know. But anyway, at the end of the day, Johnny Depp digs down deep in the hole and he finds the buried treasure. Again, right? this is
1: a serious issue.
0: Pirate booty this all is the not, way. No,
1: <laughs> I right? think that's a, it's an awful way to describe this.
0: Johnny Depp wins. Yeah, he did. He did win. He was able to prove defamation. He won on most of the counts. She won on, on I believe, one or two very small counts, Um, But obviously, the amount that he won offset what whatever she collected, and and so here is an issue of freedom of speech. So let's talk about that for a second. She said statements that he proved Mm -hmm. were not true, right? Right, and in fact, said it was the other way around. You were abusive to me. Yeah, I have a hard time picturing Jack Sparrow being abused, but that's another story. Okay, I
1: I don't I don't know about that.
0: I remember Johnny Depp when he was on Twenty One Jump Street. I do not. Well, you weren't even born, but I mean, he was super cool then. And then you know, then there was Edward Scissorhands, and I just can't get my head wrapped around that. Like the guy's got scissors for hands.
1: I think you got your head wrapped around it right there.
0: I don't know. It's just not right. It's not right. But anyway, anyway. um, So
1: I I think the issue too. I I think it goes deeper than just she said something defamatory. because I, I, the one thing, the one issue that I've seen a lot of people bring up, even people that were on Johnny Depp's side, and I do agree with this being a potential concern, is that she accused him of, of being uh, abusive and they went to court over it. And the question is like, yes, in her specific instance, it seems like she was not telling the truth. Yeah. But what happens when someone were to accuse their abuser and then they bring him to court and then it's a whole other issue like – you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. this, this sets a precedent, is what people were saying, for this to be a thing, like, where where someone can say, this person abused me, and then that person brings them to court, and then there's the issue of legal fees, yeah. and, you know, proving it, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just say, hey, this person abused me without any proof, right. because they'll take you to court, right? and, and, and it's a, it's a dangerous, I've heard some people use the term, slippery slope.
0: Yes, yes. I love that saying, by the way. Slopes, yeah, you know, not all slopes are slippery.
1: Sure, sure. okay,
0: you know, when when Julie Andrews was rolling around the hills, you know, listening for the sound of music, that was a slope. She didn't slip, but (laughs) but Clark Griswold when he went down that slope in the snow and flies into the Walmart garbage, that's a slippery slope. So
1: we've proven to you not all slopes are slippery. Boom,
0: done, right? Case solved. Anyway, I don't think so. Anyway, so so the the idea here with the freedom of speech is that. You know, you can't just go out and say anything you want. Now, we're going to tie this up at the end of the episode because I'm going to talk about the exceptions to freedom of speech. But in this instance, she made statements that she could not support. They were not held to be true. And therefore, it's a false statement made about somebody that had damaging consequences on him. So even though you've got the freedom of speech, you can't just say anything. But again, hold that thought. We're going to talk about that at the end. Let's move into the next big case. Okay. More recent, Alex Jones. Yes. All right, you know about him? Mm-hmm. All right, so Alex Jones is a very controversial, very polarizing figure. He is a um, conspiracy theorist. He is a um, self-made journalist, if you will. Uh, he runs a website called InfoWars and... Um, I mean, he he has been the subject of so many doc, documentaries and controversies, yeah. and, and many
1: people say he's like a conspiracy theorist, pretty
0: much. Oh, for sure. I mean, he he talks about a lot of um, you know, just dare I say, extreme right wing beliefs. Yeah. Um, fascinating business model because I think the vast majority of his money comes from a lot of the products that he sells and the. The supplements and things, and and a lot of it's built on on fear and and people, you know, uh, being afraid of of government takeovers and things like that, and
1: you know. The, yeah, I, the- I had actually, I had someone, uh, I had a, I had a friend who I saw was watching his show, uh, like over his radio, and. All it is is five minutes of him screaming about something extreme, like terribly scary, like you know, like the aliens are going to come down and kill us all, and then twenty minutes of advertisements. It's like, I what know. is this?
0: I know, <laughs> I know. If you're in a bunker and you have no food, you're going to be hungry. I've got meals ready to eat, and that's what it is. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, um, it's exactly what it is. It's a lot of look. I, I, I'm not bashing the guy. You know, maybe some of the things that he he says are true. Maybe they're not. I I don't know. The the point here is that. He does have a lot of advertisements in his stuff. I, that's I've, certainly I've, true. I've seen some of it, and, and yeah, it's it's completely true. But um, you know, look, he is entitled to his personal beliefs. I mean, I think again, going back to the freedom of speech, that you're entitled to believe that the government is out to get you, or that there's you know, black ops, or I, I you, you're that's okay with me. You can believe that. Well. Years ago, you know, I don't remember if you remember the Sandy Hook massacre. Right? I do
1: remember, yeah.
0: So the, the shooting at Sandy Hook, obviously. Yes. Ve- very tragic. serious. Tragic. Yeah. Not something to joke about. And kids were killed. Yes. And Alex Jones, um, and I'm I'm just going to summarize this all, but he, he went on his radio show and he basically said um, that the whole thing was a government-staged right. event. And he went so far as to say that some of the victims were not real and that some mm-hmm. of the parents of those victims were actors and actresses. Yeah. And ultimately, he got sued by one of the, the families. Right. And just a couple of weeks ago, um, the verdict came out and <clears throat> he was found to be liable for defamation mm-hmm. again. Another- and uh,
1: and, uh, and there was a famous news story because apparently his lawyer sent the contents of his entire phone to the other lawyer, revealing that there was so much he was hiding.
0: That is an entire episode in and of itself because, yeah, I mean, that whole story. Yeah. I mean, does that lawyer open himself up to malpractice? What what does that do? Because that cell phone, that was the nail in the coffin for him. Mm. I mean, the guy, the lawyer disclosed the entire cell phone. Every message it made Jones out to be a liar. It contradicted prior testimony, and it was it was really, I mean, it almost was like, "Hey, did somebody do it on purpose?" kind of thing. Yeah, it was crazy. But right. we'll talk about that in another episode. Um, but ultimately, at the end of the day, Alex Jones is hit with massive—I don't remember the number—forty million or something like that—an astronomical fee for making these statements. And a lot of it's punitive damages, and I mean, it's it's really a ton of money. And I had heard that that he filed for bankruptcy for some of the companies. I, I can't be sure because I, I didn't look into it mm-hmm. in depth. But point is, again, he's saying, "Look, it's freedom of speech, right? I can I can say whatever I want." Yeah. And again table this so that we get to the end of this episode where I explain to you what yeah, you can't because I say. Think,
1: and I think it goes beyond, like, I think a lot of people are saying, this is a violation of freedom of speech, but I don't think that they're thinking it through. And, like, right. we'll get to that, but there's, you know, this other guy, the most recent story.
0: Yeah, let's talk about this one.
1: Andrew Tate. Have you ever heard of him?
0: I have not heard of him, Right. Um, but you and I talked about him before the show. Yeah, well, you heard about him then, but yeah. I think there's a reason you haven't heard of him, and I'll get to that,
1: but Andrew Tate is a former kickboxer. He rose to fame in 2016. He was on a TV show called Big Brother, and he was removed from the show over a video which appeared to depict him attacking a woman. He then went on to gain notoriety online, and uh, he he had a a large social media following that, especially recently in the last year, rose to about uh, 4.7 million Instagram followers, just millions of followers on all of his accounts. He had all kinds of social media accounts the kind of content he'd post is this Sigma male mindset kind of post where he's taking like vulnerable young men and he's telling you like you need to be the alpha male. Don't play into like like liberal beliefs and all that kind of stuff. He has said, and these are, these are exact quotes from him. He said that he is absolutely a misogynist, adding, I'm a realist, and when you're a realist, you're sexist. There's no way you could be really rerouted in reality and not be a sexist. He then, in the same video, said that women are intrinsically lazy and said there's no such thing as an independent female. In a different video, he said, if I have a responsibility over her, then I must have a degree of authority. He added, you can't be responsible for a dog if it doesn't obey you. So that's the kind of things this guy is saying. Wow. Yeah, and it's it's clear what his point is. No way,
0: he was on YouTube, is that where he started? He was
1: on I, I don't think he started on YouTube. He just kinda started all over. He was on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook.
0: Shocking that he developed such a following.
1: It's it the, here's the thing. It's young kids. That's where I've started hearing about him. Teachers are posting online, on my eleven year old students are telling girls in the class that they're lazy and should listen to them because the women are, like, lazy and, and belong in the kitchen and all kinds of, like, That's very archaic beliefs in, like, fifth graders. Like, crazy stuff. There have been experiments that people did online where they created a TikTok account. They said they were 12 years old, and they said their interests were, like, normal hobbies, video games, music, sports. And within three scrolls, they got an Andrew Tate video about how men should stick together and, you know don't talk to women unless it's about having sex with them. Otherwise, there's no point. Like crazy, very, very, very bad, you know, very, you know, it's clear. And I and I thought, like, this guy, is he playing a character? But no, and he's got tons of followers. His accounts are starting to be taken down. He was banned on Instagram. He was banned on Facebook. TikTok has deleted his account. And, of course, people are, are like, his fans and stuff. They're claiming... Violation of free speech this is this is awful, and you know you should let him let him say whatever he wants
0: but interestingly enough, we just talked about Alex Jones mm-hmm. Andrew Tate uh initially became known among far right circles through appearances on Infowars, which is Alex's yeah. Jones show and uh acquaintances with far right figures such as Paul Joseph Watson and others so um yeah interesting that there's a connection there yeah.
1: I mean, the things he's saying, it's like, here's the thing. If he said it to me, I would not believe him. I would not listen to him. But he has such a huge public audience that kids who don't know, who are still growing and developing, they see his content and they see his followers and they see his lavish lifestyle and they think like, this is how you should be. This is right. And when more and more people, you know, believe this, it's it's dangerous, and that's Super what people have dangerous. been arguing.
0: I mean, this guy fled the country because he said that it, it was easier to be absolved of rape charges in Romania.
1: Yeah, the guy is 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 very dangerous to have preaching to kids yeah. about mindset and life and that kind of right. stuff. So. But people have been arguing that even if he's wrong, taking him down is a violation of free speech.
0: All right. And that's so, where this
1: all comes down to.
0: Right. Let's, let's talk about, because that's just crazy. Let's talk about two things. First of all, freedom of speech. And then I want to talk specifically about social media platforms taking people down. But mm-hmm. freedom of speech has um, some exceptions. There are things that are uh, off limits, if you will. And some of those things are you know, the, uh, hate speech, for example, slander, libel, defamation, right? You can't say something that's, that's false about somebody that would not be or constitute free speech. If you're going to say something that is false, that then ticks all those buttons as far as what the elements of defamation are. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's an exception to freedom of speech, obscenity, uh, sedition, right? Getting people to turn on the government, that sort of thing incitement hate speech obviously we all know that hate speech is is not something you can do there's statutes in every state they make it a crime yes to to say things about you know races or religions or or you know a, any of those things right yeah, that's right. you know laws Absolutely. against discrimination they trump free speech cuz you can't say those things
1: yeah and the classic story of like shouting fire in a movie theater like you, you have free speech dictates you know sure say it but you're going to get in trouble right. for things so, like that
0: right so so free speech yes you can say whatever you want right but there are consequences yes. if you're saying things that are defamatory that are hate speech that incite violence mm-hmm. um that that you know e- even things like uh, breaching non-disclosure agreements if you have signed on with a company and you have to you know, agree not to disclose something. Yeah, you have the freedom of speech to say this is how they make Oreos, right? But you're going to be sued. So yeah, you know, this this idea of I'm free to say whatever I want without consequences mm-hmm. is a fallacy because you're not. Yeah, you can say whatever you want, but you're going to be right. There, there's consequences, especially when you're saying things that are harmful yes. to one or more people, groups of people, you know, and and so. We have the ability to criticize our government. We have the ability to criticize other people. We have the ability to post things online about celebrities. But there is a line that you cannot cross. And that line is, you know, it's very, very, I think it's pretty hard to get yourself in trouble for freedom of speech violations. Like, you have to do one of these things that are in these exceptions. Hate speech. I mean, I can say whatever I want. I, I can say, you know, John is lazy, but I can't say that John is bad because he's a particular race or right. religion or sexual preference. So why would you go that, that far and, mm-hmm. and say something, yeah. right? And the stuff that Alex Tate is being accused of. Or Andrew Tate, right. Andrew right, right. Tate, sorry. Getting them mixed up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, you know, all sorts of things. That's discriminatory. That's hate speech. That, All those things Right. that my Apple Watch was listening to me and Siri was like, wait, can you say that again? Yeah. Hold on, Siri, I'm not talking speech. to you. Yeah. Yeah. You just relax. I'm, I'm doing a podcast, Siri. Once
1: Apple and Amazon start tracking our, what we're saying and <laughs> recording us, that's a whole other freedom of speech discussion.
0: Yeah. So anyway, so yes, there's freedom of speech within reason, okay? Yeah. And when you go across that line and you do things that violate laws you open yourself up to civil right consequences now i want to just talk for one second about tate people are complaining that freedom of speech should prohibit social media platforms right and that's, that's a whole, a, other, issue whole other issue beyond
1: just you know f- what you're saying about freedom of speech social media platforms that's not speech and they're they're companies with you know rules and regulations private,
0: private companies that have terms of service and terms of use yeah and if their terms of service are I don't want you talking about anything that has to do with the color, blue. Right. If you say blue, they can kick you off the platform. Of Th- these are private companies. And I think that we've just grown so accustomed to this idea of social media. It's mine. It's my Facebook page. It's my Instagram. No, right. it's it's really not. Right. I just read a story today, and, and we can we can talk about this in another issue because, or another episode, because it's not really freedom of speech at all, but uh, an Instagrammer who built her business on Instagram is now complaining that the platform has changed drastically and incorporated more videos and she's not able to sell as much. And she's outraged. Why would Instagram do this? You know, And, and the answer is it's a private company. Right. It's a company that sets rules, sets its parameters. Absolutely. When YouTube says, hey, we're going to take down – um cigar channels or we're going to take down monetizing of this or that or we're going to change the algorithm you have no control over that yeah we don't own these social media things right so you've got to play within their rules if you want to be part of it yeah and so so anybody that says that tate and freedom of speech and he shouldn't be banned from tiktok or twitter or wherever they're going to ban him from you're missing the boat
1: yeah and i think on on the legal level like yeah It's not a violation of freedom of speech to ban him from social media. And on a a personal, on like a moral level, you know, people have made the argument of, oh, you know, let it be argued in the public sphere. Even if what he's saying is wrong, it will come to light. But that's never the case with social media. We should – you should know by now, like, people will be able to get away with this stuff. The guy's got 5 million followers the guy's influencing young children. He's you know? been
0: accused of human trafficking violations. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I think that when you start looking at that and saying, how, how are 5 million people?
1: Yeah, this world, listening to this right,
0: guy. It's like, wow, what, what does that say about the world?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, and I think that people are saying like, like I said, the truth doesn't always come to light. And people like him would only get more followers.
0: Right. I mean, I would be, I would be pretty sure that Liam Neeson would be super pissed if this guy took his daughter.
1: I, I mean, I think so. I have to talk about the movie Taken. This is the second time now you've taken a very <laughs> serious story and thrown movie characters into it.
0: No, but I mean, look, <laughs> he had he had a special set of skills, right? Yeah, he would sure. be all up like you know. I think what? he'd be all up in anybody who stole his daughter. I think that was the point of the movie. I think so. I think so. Okay. But, well. In real life, obviously, we don't have Liam Neeson characters. Yes, we have Liam Neeson, but we do, yes, you know, we have Liam Neeson. We don't, guy, we yeah. don't have Guyan Jin, and we don't have the guy from Taken. I can't even yeah. remember his name. But we're left with the courts, yeah. and, we're and I left think, with- I
1: think just to just to add one more thing, I think that if he wasn't banned from any of these social media platforms, in the in the uh, idea of free speech, you're
0: talking about Tate, not Liam Neeson.
1: Yeah, no, he's he's not banned. Andrew Tate, if he was not banned or kicked off these platforms. I think that this, controversially, this, this controversy would only fuel him and will only get more subscribers yeah. and followers and yeah. would make him even bigger.
0: Yeah, I, I think that there are... I mean, look, I'm, I'm completely on board with these restrictions of freedom of speech because they're so limited in scope. It really is things that are harmful to other people, but right. harmful beyond you hurt my feelings, mm-hmm. right? It's not like... Look! Look at! Look at! Look at Trump's presidency. How many people in this country said horrible things about him? How many think people said great things about him? How many people say horrible things about Biden? Great. Nobody's getting arrested for those things, right? But when you cross that line to a point where it now has become illegal, right? It's it's yeah, inciting you're, you've gone violence, so far inciting in what you're hate, saying. right? Yeah, you have to know. That those things are inappropriate, right? Yeah, you just it, it, at the very least, they're inappropriate. And at another level, you have to realize that it's just wrong, right? But I think that sometimes people just get so filled with, um, you know, themselves. I mean, like the, this guy Tate. I mean, he he is proud of what he's said and done, according to reports and and stories that I've read.
1: Oh, yeah. He's only doubled down on this afterwards. So, all
0: right. So, I mean, look, bottom line here is it's been a long summer of freedom of speech arguments. And I I think that the, the takeaway here is that we should be thankful for our freedom to say whatever we want in this country and also be aware of the fact that our freedom of speech doesn't necessarily have the right to harm other people. And that's what it comes down to. It's the harming of other people. Whether it's harming a company when you disclose something that you had signed a non-compete or non-disclosure for, whether it is saying something false about somebody and accusing them of something that they didn't do, it, it comes down to, if I were to summarize the exception to the freedom of speech rule, it is you are free to say whatever you want unless it significantly harm somebody yeah and again i'm not talking about hey i don't like your hair hey you say hey you're bald you know you look stupid (laughs) you know you might hurt my feelings but that's not a freedom of speech violation but you know that extreme it's got to be extreme so we have so many freedoms to say whatever we want why cross that line and that's what some of these people over the summer have done yeah that's that's how we we find ourselves here today right absolutely so Well, that's going to do it. I think good show. Good show back. Yeah. We have a lot of things to talk about. We've Um, been
1: working on this for the last few months. That's what we've been doing is one episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so hard. Yeah. Thank God. Fruits of our
1: efforts. Fruits of our labor. (laughs) Finally paid off. I was
0: just waiting for Alex Jones and this Tate thing to to, to wrap up before we came back (laughs) on the air. But uh, phew, thank God it did. (laughs) Here we are. All right. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. We're Available everywhere that, that, you know, you have podcasts. We're also going to start uh, posting our podcasts regularly on YouTube again. Yes. And so.
1: only say good things about the podcast.
0: Only. Only. Right? That's it. That's your freedom of speech. You yes. must say good things. That's right. My terms of service are that yep. you must say good things about the podcast only. Right? That's
1: right. Or else we're going to say bad things about you <laughs> on the podcast.
0: We would not do that.
1: I know. I, I, I'm, don't worry about that. We but, would not you do
0: know. that. Liam Neeson might. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it. Thanks for joining us. Make sure that you tell everybody about the podcast. I think that would be taking it too far. That would be taking it, taking it too
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Taking too right? Yep. Far. Okay. That's gonna do it. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. We're available anywhere that you listen to your podcasts, including Amazon, Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more. Also, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks again. See you next time.